Hey, Stripper Whisperers, this is Corey Michaelis, your host of the pod, just letting you know where I'll be performing stand-up comedy the next couple weeks. If you don't care, hit that forward 30-second button twice, and you'll bypass all of this. This Friday, I'm in Mount Vernon, Washington, for a show called Farm Strong. Hit me up for the details. And next weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, the Friday and Saturday, I will be at Laughs Comedy Cafe. Laughs with two Fs. And Cafe, I don't know why the hell they call it that. Um, In Tucson, Arizona. You won't want to miss those shows. They're always great and um, usually pretty packed. So looking forward to seeing you guys there. Enjoy the episode and check out the Patreon. Also, five-star reviews and nice words would be amazing thanks Everybody, welcome back to Stripper Whisper, the podcast where I get behind the G-string and talk to uh, strippers and dancers about what their real life is like outside the club, what it's like working inside the club, and how we can all be better customers in the, their space. Today we have a special episode uh, because it's our first episode where we're interviewing someone who has only danced on amateur nights. Uh, a good friend of mine and a friend of the podcast, we'll say. Is that a th- Yeah, sure. 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 Uh, <laughs> Devin Devine, everybody. Hello. Say hello. Uh, we're in Portland, Oregon. Very, very near uh, one of the first tro- strip clubs I went to, Acropolis. Yeah. Just had a, gr- a nice, juicy steak there. And, uh, and isn't the myth that the out. steaks are $10? Oh, that there it was seven. Seven cheaper than ten dollars. Yeah. So what you get at Acropolis <laughs> is uh, anywhere from a seven to twelve dollars steak. Okay, twelve is bougie. Depending upon the size, it's a sixteen ounce for twelve dollars. Jesus Christ! So for eight That's ounce, Vegas prices. You can get yeah, yeah, and it's because the guy owns a beef cattle ranch. Oh. I guess is the story. So, but okay. you can get um, the steak yeah. and a big piece of like just hunk of good garlic bread. So okay. good. And then a huge baked potato for seven dollars. That's so it's not just the steak. I went once and I had the salad bar. You which can add. <laughs> you can add two dollars to the salad bar. Um, you know, if you're if you're risky, uh, that's all you had. Yeah. How was it? Uh, Fine. Great. I, I mean, it was. We were there at 10 in the morning. It There's was, a sneeze guard. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, we always yeah. I always get started with a shot. Just luck with courage because it's so hard to talk to. You confident women. <laughs> I'll cheers your water. Yeah, that? I have a water bottle. Cheers. This yeah. is a big shot. That's... Oh. oh mm, you did it. It's an airplane shot, you noticed. Um, So what I do on flights is I... <laughs> you're you're <laughs> crying. Right. No, I'm no, almost no. crying. It's just sniffling. <laughs> I... Oh, I have a little bit of sore throat, so hopefully that killed the germs. Um... I bring a I bring chocolates for the flight attendants as a little kiss ass. Oh my god! And I write a note that says "Thank you for serving us and dealing with the uh, idiots who don't know how to put their shit in the overhead." Yeah, you're like the people that have babies that bring like a little. Yeah, they yeah. bring like, hey everybody, this baby's gonna be a piece of yeah. shit. Uh, but it's not because I'm gonna be a piece of shit. <laughs> 
mine's just to try and get them to get me drinks and food. Mm, mm-hmm. And you know, to be honest, sometimes they don't do anything. They just are really happy and they laugh and that's great. And it makes everybody's, they treat me better. Yeah. And then I also have a better flight and it's all good. Um, but for the most part, they give me free food and drinks. That's nice. Um, but now I am MVP gold on Alaska Airlines. Oh, not okay. trying to brag. Yeah. But, uh, so I get upgraded to first class almost every time. And it is going to be hard to go back. Uh, yeah, I've never been on a first class flight. I hadn't until about six months ago. Is... And I've never purchased one. No, I've only been you've upgraded. only been upgraded. Yeah. Um, oh, what's so it like nice. on the other side? What's, so... How's... On Alaska. Because like, now it's like double the privilege being on yeah, a plane. Yeah. So on Alaska. Oh, the end of this story, by the way, is oh, yeah. British Airways. Oh. The little gay fella who was our flight attendant loved me so much that he goes, what are you drinking? And I was like, ah, I just I like vodka. And he's like, OK, be right back. And he brought a big old like uh, duty free oh, yeah. sack. Yeah. Full of airplane shots. To, like, None of which of them. were vodka. Uh, <laughs> a few vodka. He's like, this is all we have. We got a what is it? red label bourbon. Oh, that doesn't... Whiskey. So, um, but yeah, so uh, first class is uh, so much better. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about when you board. Like yeah. People get all, like, a, that's a big deal to people, or when you get off the flight. Yeah. I don't care about either one of those things. Um, but, oh, take my meds. Shit. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I don't have any. Um, <laughs> but I care about, they give you a hot towel. They yeah. start with a hot oh my towel. God. Uh, as many free drinks that as you want. That sounds so germy. A if hot it's, towel. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, now that you say that. Uh, <laughs> I just ruined it it's for you. It's steaming hot, and you put it on your face, and you wipe down your, it's nice. And then, uh, those, which cool, they cool so fast. No. Yeah, have the concept ever, of a hot towel. Have I used a hot towel before? Well, like, have you had it like on a massage or something? Like, yeah. They do it, and they pull it out of the steam thing, yeah. and they put it, it like immediately it gets cold. It loses temperature, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like gum that's like shitty gum that yeah. gets harder. But anyway, so that's nice. And then they, um, as many drinks as you want and snacks. And then if it's longer than a two-hour flight, two-and-a-half-hour flight, the, there's a meal. There's a meal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we all know how much people are dying for that. free airport. I, well, God, you meals. have to. <laughs> They're pretty good on Alaska, but you're making good points here. <laughs> uh, uh, that's like, that's funny. Cause it's that's being like, oh, no, say. I didn't get my Marie calendars. <laughs> that's like, that's funny because that's a good analogy to the podcast. Because yeah. some people are like, yeah, because that's what we all want to know is what strippers have to say yeah and i'm like well yes that's the yeah, you need to listen to this podcast that's the whole point like of it. it it is yeah. interesting yeah i was i was reading the, your say. reviews people the one you posted the other day of someone being like i ha- i've gone i have a phd yeah, and i so would have funny. never thought of that like i was like yeah this podcast is for you he's like he, yeah that was the person who said my only concept was the movie showgirls or something like that which like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not gonna cut it um so we always start the podcast by how we met or connected your version than my version. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, typically, if it's someone I met at a strip club, it's kind yeah. of funny because they're like, I don't fucking know. I, don't <laughs> I have no idea. And I'm yeah. like, I know every moment of every <laughs> yeah, specific. I, <laughs> I know what, know what you were like. wearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not went, wearing. I went a little further. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so how did we meet? Connect. Ooh. It doesn't have to be specific. It's in general. Uh, the people want to know. I th- I'm I'm guessing I was doing a show in Spokane, and okay. then you were there. <laughs> That's about I think it. Uh, it was probably Carly last year. Uh, 
I think was our official friendship meeting. For like, sure. So that's yeah. So uh, what uh, you like those showed of up you to who, lunch. Who don't f- f- know for sure. We uh, she De- Devin's also a stand up comedian and uh, a poet. Is that proper? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you just do you just say I'm a poet? Yeah. That's right. And uh, we also have the same college uh, agent. And uh, but before all of that, at Spokane Comedy Club, where you were living at the time, was in Spokane. Yeah. Uh, we were on the same weekend of shows with Carly Aquilino, uh, who's uh, super funny and great. Yeah. And you were hosting and I'm seeing and I was featuring and she was headlining. Yeah. And we there's a ch- there's a decent chance we crossed paths before, before that. Like, yeah, maybe, probably maybe be it. Oh, you know, no, you know what my it was? Comedy class? Your fucking comedy uh, class. Uh, with uh <laughs> do you remember my favorite moment of that comedy class was uh so it was probably my least favorite, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, my favorite moment was the person someone uh so, I, I don't have to say someone. You this woman just, named Brand this woman yeah. named Brandy yep. asked you uh so how do you be successful in comedy <laughs> if no one likes you? And that's you, a, yep, that's essentially the question. If we can rewind for a second, uh, I let's see. Okay, so I I used to teach high school for twelve years, and I was headlining the comedy club that weekend. The comedy club was in Spokane, was probably less than a year old. Yeah, at this less point. than a year. Probably, yeah. probably six months at this point. And the owner said, "Listen." Uh, we can't keep hiring opener MCs and feature acts from out of town. We're going to run out of money. We have good comedians here. There's a decent scene. Our club's going to help the scene. Could you, since you were a teacher and you teach a comedy class where I help people for their very first time ever try to do comedy, can you just put together a thing that'll be a few hours long uh, that'll help these folks know what we want for MC work and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, like, but it was like five hours. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll try and fill five hours with some shit, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, it was in the summer. So then as it approached, they chose to kind of suggest that you had to take the class to be yeah. able to work the club. Yeah. If not flat out say it, I don't know I think for it was sure. said uh, f- to work the club, this class is not suggested. It's mandatory. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't, I wasn't on board with that. I didn't know that was going to happen. And then they added a, like a $20 or $25 charge. They were like, ah, you know, to kind of give them some incentive, but also cover the food we're going to give them or whatever. Yeah. And I wasn't on board with that either. I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. So now I'm being thrust into a, hey, I'm taking up a Saturday on your summer. Mm-hmm. Y- your money went towards this. And it's mandatory. And we've done comedy for one, two, three, four, seven years. Some oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the people who've done it for a while were actually like, this is great. We're on yeah. board. This is all good. But there's a lot of arms crossed. And I was like, this is a weird vibe. And yeah. I didn't know this is the thing I was getting into. And uh, so there was a handful, if not more, I don't really know, who were pretty uh, annoyed with the whole thing. Kind of took that out on me a little bit. Not personally yeah. to my face, just behind my back. <laughs> <I guess> <laughs> the best. Which is where you talk yeah. shit about people, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and then complained to the ownership. And then in the break where everybody was eating, I pulled the owner aside. I said, what's it? And she kind of like gave me yeah. the lowdown. And I was like, oh. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, then I, so I immediately came back and was like, what do you guys want to know? Yeah. We're all here. What do you want to know? Q&A. Let's go. Like, well, and, and also yeah. like, okay, good. I'm going to cover that. Great. Oh, I wasn't thinking about covering that. I'll cover it. I wasn't going to talk about that. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just ta- And that's, you know, if I would have known all of that, I would have totally tailored it. 
Yeah. That's what I would have done from the beginning. And I would have made it like way less than five hours. Yeah. I mean, five hours or four hours or whatever. Do this. Anyway. Whew. So that particular person <laughs> isn't, uh, yeah, doesn't, I mean, the way she worded the question was basically what you said. Because yeah. she doesn't really see herself as someone who's liked very well because she doesn't want to be, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I think she intentionally <laughs> doesn't want to be Relishes in unlikability. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. So here's the part you don't know. That's all that you know. The podcast people don't know that. Didn't even need to know it. But here's the part you don't know. I sent a part of me. The follow up was me being like, I was going to send resources anyway. Yeah. But I'm going to go over the top. I'm going to go find every last thing. I I remember that email. Yeah. uh, I gave my login to my masterclass, which who knows if that's helpful or not to listen to Steve Martin's masterclass. But here you can have my login. I paid a hundred bucks for you can have it. You can have this. You got this. And uh, two weeks afterwards, I got a a response from brandy from that brandy. was an angry face emoji and that's all two weeks <laughs> <laughs> just angry face emoji <laughs> and nothing else and then two years later maybe three no on the northwest comedians booking page yeah she put out a request or a thing that was like hey could somebody help me with whatever yeah and i was like you know knuckles cracked yeah. like well uh some version i you yeah. know some version some snarky version of like you know uh, I would, but dot, dot, dot. And then a screenshot yeah. of the angry face emoji response that she had sent That's me. That's incredible. <laughs> and yeah. she goes, oh my God, wow, I can't believe you still have that. Like crazy weird. And I was like, oh, you can't believe I still have an email no. that you sent me? Yeah. I mean, that I, I don't delete my email, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, uh, I do. And uh, well, maybe we could chat. And I was like, yeah, if we cross no. paths. You yeah. can you can make your case, but uh, I think I'm not your going, response. Yeah. I, I still remember your response because you essentially were like, "Oh, to that specific to question. that question." Yeah, 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 you were like, "There's three things a club needs you to be." Oh, wow, you do remember um, it. And it was like they need you to be funny. They need you to. I think it was they need you to be funny. Um, put butts and seats. Put butts and seats and be and super easy to work. Be with. easy to work with. Yeah. And you're like, and if you are not all three of those, someone is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and a headliner of an A room can be maybe two out of three. Yeah. Maybe. But like, if, if you're a like host, a celebrity, or you're a host feature, of the future, you gotta yeah. be all three. Yeah. Um, and uh, wow, what am I? Hey, this is turning into a comedy podcast. Oh. I like it. Let's talk about taking your clothes <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. The reason why I'm here. <laughs> so I didn't. When I met you, I did not know. I knew that you did poetry, and I haven't heard it. But mm-hmm. I did poetry, and I knew you did stand-up comedy, and yeah. you hosted the weekend, and it was a great weekend. And Carly is so fun and no, nice, so fun. and we all hung yeah. out outside of the club and did some uh, thrift shopping and all that jazz. Yeah. Um and. I guess it wasn't probably until just recently when I followed you on Instagram. I thought, yeah. I wonder if she's ever dabbled. Yeah. And uh, and so I just asked. Yeah. And you were like, actually. Yeah. You have done how many? Do you, how many amateur nights have you tried or done? Yeah. So uh, there was like over a year. I would say uh, I did probably between like eight and ten ish. I think at one point I stopped counting because okay. it started hurting okay um <laughs> now what's okay so let's re- so yeah. we, the impetus to try was that'll be fun uh yeah or to um try and, yeah. uh yeah uh so uh my strip club like i didn't first go to a strip club till i was 23 or 24 okay. uh, my like ex-husband took me to a strip club for the first time my first time was with him in spokane and it was a uh, uh, state line so okay. technically north idaho yeah and we went together and my first time in a strip club a stripper we like sat down and the very first dancer took off my shirt yes. and i was like this is incredible 
why have I not been doing this? We spent a lot of money. We left. And I was just like obsessed with strip clubs from that point on. That was like fall of 2016. So then like fall, winter 2016, I started like researching via the internet like i that's when i started following a bunch of dancers via instagram uh-huh. yeah and then by april that year i got like th- the like gumption i guess sure. and i did an amateur night and i i'll never forget it my first one uh was the <laughs> The first one we went to, we went for my combined bachelor bachelorette party. Oh, to, so there's people there to see. You. So we okay, went okay, a so, week before. Yeah, okay, got it. A week. Uh, so the week before we got married, we went as like a combined bachelorette party okay. to an amateur night and watched an amateur night. I see. And then a week after, I like a week later, so like four days after I got married, I did the amateur night <laughs> after the comedy open mic in Spokane. Okay. So like. 10 comedians ended up coming wow. and we like stacked the room and I won the amateur night okay. uh, wearing like sneakers. I, w- I remember yeah. I was wearing like white sneakers and like red underwear. Got it. Not a redhead yet. Was still doing blonde and back you then. you were rocking the blonde. If we were running yeah. just for a few minutes for folks. So this is all in Spokane, Washington <laughs> uh, and Northern Idaho yeah. because in Spokane, Washington, there's a deja vu just yeah. outside of downtown and then there is what's called State Line, yeah. which is sort of, I don't know, I, I might misspeak here, but yeah. is part of the club in one part of the state and part of the yeah. club not? So that's the concept. So Washington, Washington, yes, it is. Okay. So Washington and, and Idaho, you can't have uh, liquor in the same venue as strip club. Correct. It's separate. And yeah. so like those clubs are also forced to not forced uh choose to charge like 10 15 at the door yeah uh, but if you yeah. like spend money in the bar usually they give you a discount at the right. door whatever right. so both those clubs operate under that guys gotcha and so the advantage is there an, so the advantage is that it just makes it legal because otherwise people like can't so mostly like with state line it being separate businesses like they they own both businesses, but like they can get people drunk and then shuffle them over to the strip club. I see. So yeah. could that technically happen in anywhere? It doesn't have to yeah. be on the state line. It just no, so happens to be, and then they call it that. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a diff. I thought it was because like Idaho rules laws were different, which confused me because yeah. when I've been to Boise strip clubs, they're like actually pretty strict. Yeah. It's oh, there's no line. naked. There's yeah, no, no nudity, nudity in Boise. Yeah. 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 So I went to State Line one time and I met a um, couple who yeah. uh, the the female of the couple used to play basketball. Okay. On, a, on the uh, well, on the team I coached, kind of because it's freshman yeah. JV varsity, and she wasn't on my particular team. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, now she's an adult twenties yep. and she's got a boyfriend <laughs> and yep. they were like, we can't make it to your show, but we live five minutes from the strip from club. The strip club. Want to meet us there? And I was like, sure. And so we go and they're having a good time and whatever. And yep. I'm doing what I do and I'm trying to get connections and chat yep. with some folks I've interviewed and I'm going to re-interview a former DJ from nice. Okay. Bart. Uh, Bart's a, a good dude. He's if you've watched any of Andrew Rivers' stand-up comedy, yeah. uh, which I would advise against, uh, but <laughs> you're just uh, <laughs> your best friend, just your best friend. <laughs> uh, he uh, Andrew has a long story about a uh, 
a bomb shelter that he went to, and that was Bart's bomb oh, shelter. Oh, of DJ. course. So, anyhow. Um, a DJ owns a bomb shelter. I'm weird. shocked. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> DJ owns a bomb shelter. <laughs> and uh, so. Uh, That's a good Venn diagram, actually. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, there was just one circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you, uh, they took your top off. Well, they went ahead and took this gal's top off yeah. every time they came yeah. around. It's a known thing there, evidently. And I was not prepared for someone yeah. who used to go to the high school I yeah, taught to be at your student yeah. to to have her shirt taken off. But uh, there it was. Yeah. And uh, so that's a that's an interesting story from my life. Yeah. And connection to that club, which yeah. that okay. So then, but that wasn't where you. That was it was so, deja vu. But deja vu. Yeah. So went. then, so that was like April of yeah. 2017. I did two back to. I did like. And it's a competition. I, it's a competition. So, okay. So but that's with money involved. With money, you win okay. like 200 bucks, and I the one I won, they like they take you into the office and they're like, do you want to work here? And I was a server at the time working like 35 hours, 40 hours a week serving. Yeah. And they were like, it's that, that club. They were like, it's a minimum of 24 hours a week. Uh-huh. You work three, eight hour shifts or four, six hour shifts. I see. And I was like, Oh, I don't have that type. Like I was, I was hoping I was like, Oh, this can be like a once a week, twice right. a week gig. Yeah, in, yeah. And then they told me how much their stage fee cost. And I started doing math and I was like, I, I like, am was, su- I'm like, I was such an amateur that the stage fee scared the shit out of me, yeah, yeah, which yeah. for their scheduled shifts was like $90 a night. But yeah. if you wanted to break their 24 hours a week and come in and just do one off shifts, yeah. it was $110 to do that. Yeah. And I was now. like, oh, I don't like the pay to play, uh, thing that exists for strip clubs that specifically I think more so strip clubs that don't serve alcohol, like in Washington, right. their stage fees are so high. Yes. Yeah. And, and that so, scared me as an amateur. For sure. Person. And so when you were, uh, but that's interesting that they, I mean, they watch or whatever. And then yeah. that's like interesting that they're like, well, this is a good way to maybe find potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. Employees. I mean, yeah. And so like the amateur night, it's, I think they kind of, uh, I don't think they always offer people sure. jobs. Um, but then my dumbass said no. And yeah. then 10, no, like that December, November, I went back like five, six weeks in a row doing amateur nights and was like, I was like, I want to be a dancer. And so I kept in going back and hope they would ask if I would want to work oh. again. And it, by like the last one, it was so bad on that. I bought my first pair of clear heels, okay. the clear, and I bought eight inch. Yeah, oh, I Jesus. did not wear them before going to the club, put them on for the first time at the club. Oh my gosh. Danced in the back room, kind of, yeah. uh, for like a half hour before oh going. Oh my God, that's frightening. Fell sounding. twice. And, and when you were in the back? Or? In the back. Okay. And then i'm sitting waiting they call my dancer name which for my dancer name i was going by diesel divine okay which is i don't devin divine was too easy kind of <laughs> but if i used it people would be like yeah that's your dancer name great oh, um yeah, right, right. yeah totally but diesel and so they call me and i stand up and i just fucking fell and oh, so i ended gosh. up taking them off dancing barefoot okay. which uh at the end they like were like you're do you did great but we had to disqualify you because you were barefoot and i was like that sounds like a 
<laughs> why but also you watched me fall so i'll take it well, yeah yeah exactly yeah i like had rug burns on my knees and i was like not for a good reason um oh, and after that one uh i kind of got this feeling i was talking with one of the dancers that i had like been chatting with while i was there right and i was like i you know i feel like they're not hire like they won't hire me like they're hiring and telling other girls and right like I kind of felt like they just kept being like, nope, not you. And like, I don't know. I think part of it is because like at that time I was like very much like full bush, full armpit hair, okay. which may like not really, I think the Spokane aesthetic, I think. Probably not. Um, probably, you know, Portland, you can yeah. easily probably, or you know, I don't know. Yeah. There's plenty of clubs here. And uh, so uh, you, the first time, though, yeah. you go and you got some people there, comics yeah. who know you. Oh, yeah. Presumably not all have seen you naked, but no. maybe. Yeah. Did you get, did you, now, I don't know if it's full nude at Deja yeah. Vu. Full nude? Yeah, full nude. And then it, when, on amateur night, is the expectation you do whatever you want? Or no. Is so it's, you, you need to in get your, nude? you have to, there, you have to be fully nude by the end of your dance. I see. So most, a lot of clubs, the formula you'll watch is like two or three songs right. for their rotation yeah. and they are fully nude by the last song. Uh, first so song, top first off, song, top off, second song, song close, bottoms or off bottom or whatever. Close, yeah. And then full nude last song. Yeah. So amateur night, you get your song and during your song, you have to be fully nude and like, uh, one song, one song. Gotcha. So th- less than three minutes to be fully nude. Uh, that's quick. Yeah. Uh, and then you, before that point, had you done any pole work no. in, in no. practice or anything? No. And like okay. very, very little dancing. I technically took ballet class when I went to Gonzaga. <laughs> okay. But that's, it's, uh, no. Get your PE credit. Yeah. Or whatever. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah. yeah. Uh, wild. That's, uh, that's <laughs> like. Okay, so the first, yeah. so part of the big part of the podcast yeah. is how much I see similarities between stand up and being oh, yeah. a stripper, and so we've I've never really chatted with anybody about like who's done both open mic, yeah, you know, oh and yeah, who's done both. I've had a comedian, uh, but I've never really approached the like. Okay, so an open mic, yeah, we go and we have our jokes, maybe, yeah. or some people don't have anything, or they're gonna riff. Yeah. Um, they've never done stand up before, yeah. Uh, they've been funny, yeah. presumably. Um, no, I went but, in like, I went yeah. in like an overconfident dude at an open mic. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I went in thinking, yeah, like I know how to be naked in front of people. Right. Uh, and I went in very confident and I'd say, uh, was pretty, uh, so technically the first time I ever strip stripped. Oh God, <laughs> that's gonna, terrible. Um, <laughs> The first time I ever strip stripped was in Portland. Um, I, so this was probably like a, uh, I'm going to say December of 2016. I forget about this. I stripped at a club here in Portland because my ex used to live here. He took me to his favorite strip club. Okay. I bought the owner a shot of tequila. She was there on her night off. Which club is this? Skin. Okay. Um, it's, I think with a Y double N. Yeah. It's either downtown or like Northwest or Northeast maybe. Yeah. But, uh, we ate, I had a poetry show. (laughs) We did my poetry show. We went to fire on the mountain chicken wing place in portland's and 
incredible. Okay. I ate a shit ton of chicken wings okay. and then we went to the strip club and then an hour into being at the strip club, I was like, I'm going to take off my clothes. And it was the type of strip club. There was no DJ. There was no one there. First, it was like as, me, as, yeah, my ex, patrons. two people and right. the owner. Yeah. And like three dancers <laughs> doing their best um, on like a Sunday night. And I ended up being like, uh, yeah, I want to dance. And like uh, for that club, they are jukebox instead of a DJ. Yeah, yeah. Put in my money for the jukebox, dance to Beyonce. And then the owner was like, yeah, let me get your name and your number and you can take mine. And next time you come to Portland, you can text me about a shift. Okay. And then I just never followed up with it. Gotcha. Do you still have that information? Oh, my God. That'd be interesting because, you know, you live in Portland now. So I just um, two years later. That'd be funny. So you no, uh, (laughs) of course I do not. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So you. uh, So that first time. Yeah. You have these people on there like cheering you on. Yeah. So was it like who gets the loudest and that's who wins. I think, I think that must've been, I I think that it's some version of that. I remember they like handed out pieces of paper too. Uh, but like who's doing that? Right. Like, uh, fucking, you know, (laughs) ASB voting. Um, I went to one time in my hometown of Everett, Washington, a uh, sexy lady night. Oh my God. Tuesday night. And uh, at the time, my buddy, had, he had been single forever. And yeah. uh, my wife at the time had left town for a couple of nights. And I was like, I'm going to take you out. We're going to, I'm going to wingman. We're going to make yeah. this happen. Something happened. And that's where we end up with Sexy Lady Night. And the gal. Was it at a strip club? Or no, like, what type so of venue a, so hosts Sexy Lady Night? Yeah. Exa- <laughs> well, Everett venue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so it was on Hewitt Avenue. And, and, and the venue at the time was called. Haley's it was run oh. it was owned by Haley yeah which I think gave her some like the credibility to be like yeah. well, I'm a woman owner yeah. so like we can do sexy this sexy lady night and we, we we didn't know about it we were across the street at a this bar this sounds like I'm very this cute. feels so coyote ugly yeah and well <laughs> that would have been that would have been great <laughs> uh we were across the street and the bartender was very very cute yeah and that we were kind of, I was kind of like helping him flirt with her. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Oh, I gotta go. And we're like, Oh, you're calling it a night? And you know, whatever. And she's like, No, I gotta go across the street for sexy lady night. I go and I win every Tuesday. Oh my God. <laughs> I get every Tuesday. Or a couple hundred bucks or whatever. Then I come back to my shift in our tent. And we were like, I Are love you her. What? And so we went over, and uh, the guy on stage was like, All right, ladies. Just so you know, you can do whatever you want up here. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, okay. And then they like sidestep danced and yeah. didn't do anything. And he kept being like, do whatever like, you want. Whatever. Yeah. And she gets up there and just like flashes her tish. <laughs> she didn't even have to. Oh my God. She's just comparatively so hot. And so she <laughs> just like went up and she just like kind of shook her tits a little and turned yeah. around and, and twerked a bit and yeah. uh, then voting time came and Handedly. they reduced down to yeah. three and then the, you know again the like but like if I you want to do anything her. and then she just and then they gave yeah. her the money and she's like peace and then everybody left the venue also oh my God. like everybody the all these dudes would come nights. over and stand and watch 
Yeah. And then Sexy Lady Night ended and they went all their separate ways to different yeah. bars or home or whatever. Uh, That's incredible. Not to say that the, so she was great for you. So you go and you do this and yeah. you got a crew, which is fun because you were just at the open mic. Yeah. And then and comedians for weeks couldn't stop talking about how they saw me naked. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, on stage, did they try oh, yeah. to do that? No. Oh, I mean, no. Good, 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 good. Yeah. You were on stage, but they didn't stage. talk about it on yeah. stage. That's good. Uh, but yeah, I, I can um, I can sort of imagine how yeah. comedians would handle that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's also funny because yeah, like uh, I, after that, ended up kind of transitioning from like, okay, I don't think I can dance. Maybe I'll like try to be like a different form of sex work, like adjacent. Gotcha. And I did like the photos, Patreon. Uh-huh. Um, I ended up doing like video sessions for a while. I had like an Instagram following that actually last December I had like 1200 followers Uh got deleted. And then I've tried to make two accounts with sort of the same diesel divine name, both times getting deleted with like, Less than 200 followers every time I've tried to remake it. Interesting. Yeah. Because um, I follow a number of, I follow a lot of strippers and yeah. people involved in the sex work industry. And yeah. I mean, they're really showing a lot. But yeah, uh, but it like, seems it, like there can be a real. Oh, the, sh- the shadow yeah. banning that's happening and people getting deleted. And I mean, like, even the most famous people doing sex educating, like sex yeah. educators and dancers and just fucking suicide girl models, yeah. everyone has backup accounts. Yeah. Because you can one day log into your account and it's gone. Oh man, that's and wild. Like and it's something that now on my like, my Instagram handle, like that's just me as a comedian slash person right. poet Living in the world. Life. Yeah. I post some content occasionally that's like titty esque or right. ass like some ass. Right. Just because it's how or I operate. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then like uh I have to be like a little conscious of like, yeah, okay, cool. This might also disappear one day. Wow. Which, um, by the way, if you're looking to go, yeah, uh, follow me on see, Instagram. Uh, we're we're on Patreon at <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/stripawhisper, oh, yeah. and her Instagram is yeah, Delphine Danger, D E L P H I N E Danger. Yeah. What's Which, Delphine? Should I oh know my that god. Is? Is that no. Just a name or so is that um, I was or? 17 when Twitter happened okay um and a bunch of friends yeah yeah sure you were (laughs) uh and i remember a bunch of friends were coming up with like handles that had to do with like dumb they came up with like spy names okay and then i was like i don't know delphine's my name in french class Uh, um and delphine danger and then uh i got to a point where about two years ago i started making business cards for myself and putting my handle on things I put into the world, like poetry yeah. books. Gotcha. And was just like, shit, I can't change You're it. You're beholden to no. that a little bit now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I still have like 300 business cards to give away. Once those are gone, you can change. Maybe I'll like, change it. But like. also, Devin Devine's taken on Instagram. Isn't that annoying? I report yeah. that account once a week. My first and last There's name zero followers. was me, and then no. I added the Mister in front of yeah. it, Mr. Just because I I don't know why. Is that, that a teacher thing? Mr. You want people? You're yeah, used to people calling know. you Mister. Well, I didn't just. I just like. <laughs> I don't even remember why I did that. Hey, Mister. Mister. So it's just Mister Corey Michaelis now. I yeah. think it. I don't even know what my logic was. But then I was like, oh, you might as well just be daddy Corey Michaelis instead of Mr. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll change that. It's probably not taken. So 
<laughs> I went Daddy to try to go back. Oh my god! Just to my first and last name, and it and was gone. Uh, some kid, and he's got zero posts and yeah, uh, a couple followers. And I was like, well, "What's this?" But um, yeah, well, I happened with Twitter years ago too, where yeah. I tried to do something like that, and they were like, "No, there's already somebody without account." And I was like, "Yeah, that's me. It's that was me. me. I had yeah. that." And then now you won't let me log in. Yeah. Um, Every once in a while, I try to think of something like if I can think of something that's funnier and on brand for me. Other right. than my name, I'd stick to it. Right, right. Um, but now also, I'm my like... My last name's hard to spell, which yeah. I don't know if it matters, but it kind of does. Because I've been typing it on... Other, like, other people have been handing me their yeah. phone to type... You just go ahead and type it Michaelis. in. And I go type it in, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like 18... I'm like 12 yeah. letters in before I come up. And I'm like, well, that's... there. No, that's no, no other human is going to stick through 12 no. letters. No, I'm getting frustrated right now. <laughs> I'm about to hand my phone back to you. Yes. Uh, fuck. Well, whatever. We'll figure it out. Because it's necessary evil but i also don't i don't like to be that person that's like i have to do it like i enjoy yeah. social media i'm not gonna pretend like no. i don't enjoy I'm, what comes from it so, no i i yeah. love uh i love social media more so because like and I'm, I'm sure like your road life versus is, is like your life now right, right um i took a shot in the dark and did road life like last year for like nine months Mm -hmm. and i know at one point that social media was like a grounding thing for me interesting because like i was so separate from so many people i was like in my car basically for like nine months yeah roading it and at one point i was doing lives and i'd have like like lives on instagram like live instagram stories and people were like this is great i can keep up with you and like uh, I never really think about it that way, but yeah, it's yeah, totally right. Yeah, it's because I was like, it's well, and I don't know. I think in, but then there's also shitty things where people like find out news via social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll um, never forget people that got mad because they found out I got engaged via Facebook rather than me telling them. Oh, I don't like that. I, was, I don't like those people. That like, yeah, well, yeah, I don't like that. I mean, I, I mean, I don't like that. Yeah, uh, the idea of that. But I get, <laughs> I get it in some ways. Uh, like recently my, uh, ex-wife t- uh, told me that she's pregnant and she said like, Hey, not mine. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that would be really <laughs> crazy because we haven't been together for five years. Yeah. So it would have had been marinating in there for like eight years. She had it in the uh, deep freeze. <laughs> <laughs> she she had a Tupperware in, in the pullout been, freezer. Yeah, we haven't been together for five years. So yeah. she saved it from eight years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah. And then I was like, ah, this is going to be interesting news for my mom who would like to have grandkids who kind of figured it was was more her, like that made us not have them, which who, I don't really know the answer to that. Who chose to not have kids between the two of us. It was both of us. But, um, uh, have you told your mom it's not happening? Is it too late now? Uh, Do you think it's too late for you to have kids? It isn't too late for me. I mean, for the world it is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know what will be the result of that. Uh, Yeah, that's, I don't don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not going to have kids. You're also single, aren't you? uh, I'm seeing somebody. Oh, you're seeing somebody. Fun. Who has kids. Oh, Um, fun. Okay. But uh, yeah, and she's not. She ain't. She's not she's, having kids. She's done. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, sorry. Hmm, no, it's fine. I'm just. Uh, I the the thing for my mom is like, I wanted to tell her in person, but I didn't mm-hmm. really want to tell her either. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know how she's gonna handle this. 
she's great. She'll be nope. really sweet about all of it. But I think underneath it, she might be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was never having kids. And I thought that was kind of the reason. We yeah. Were, you know. But uh, <laughs> she texted me the day. She's like, wait, she's having kids? And I was like, yeah. Right, a kid? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, People do is that. Is that okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's great. I can't, can't, you know, I'll send her a nice gift. And so my mom was great. But yeah. I was nervous. She oh, was yeah. Like, Why that's didn't you tell dr- me? That's a dreamy like, ex-mother-in-law. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah Sending yeah. gifts. The whole well, uh, yeah. yeah. So the, her her parents invite me over for my birthday and Christmas every year, and uh, oh my god, and give me gifts because they show their love through giving, yeah. and that uh, works out great for me. That's great. Uh, doesn't work out the great gift for yeah. my ex-wife because oh, well, she well. would have preferred a hug or two. But uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, like, just all the like. Okay, so I'm sorry. I think a lot of yeah. people be curious about like, yeah, did you you went into that first one at this point? I, you know, maybe obsessed is the wrong word. You no. maybe that is what you said actually, yeah. but just sort of like really interested in the work. Um, and yeah. So were you going to the first one thinking like, this is you said you're a little overconfident maybe or yeah. like whatever like a open, think, like an open micer, but like were yeah. you like I'm gonna I don't I want to do this. I think or I I want to do it once. I went in and thinking, wow, I think I could be good at this. And gotcha. I think that comes from uh I've just been in the service industry since I was 15 and so that was also part of my mentality of like I know how to sell things. Mm-hmm. Um and selling myself is something I've been doing ever since I got on a stage whatever version of a st- like i did right. improv right and the fact that i did improv, improv for poetry, 10 years yeah. like i'm like i'm fully comfortable my my fuck it uh factor on stage right you know like uh Being i vulnerable is not something that's like no yeah, yeah like i have I've, no and so i kind of had this like oh yeah like i could be good at sell sales and mm-hmm. selling myself is something i already do and um I kind of went in being like, no, this could be really good for me. And I think um, there's still part of me that every time I'm in a strip club, it's like I get so uh, like I just shaved my asshole this summer because I went into a strip club. (laughs) I went into a strip club and I forgot how beautiful bare buttholes are. Gotcha. And then I was like, oh, I remember when mine looked like that. And I like (laughs) shaved it and was like, I made a mistake for days. It was such a bad idea. But oh really? Why? Have you ever shaved your asshole? Corey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the grow back. Yeah, well, sure, but I just, I just keep, I just kind of exfoliate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but well, like I the grow back, you just consistently shave it. You have a bare head, so I guess yeah. bare head, bare I butt. I just kind of do, all, just do it all. Not every time. I have shower, you ever waxed? Like, do you? No, oh, you do no, it all? No, no, I'm saying like all, as in head. But uh, same you razor. Know, this like the area between your belly button and your chest. Sometimes I get rid of that because it's weird okay. looking, or just like the cleanup, just cleaning up. I clean, clean up. up. If I have time in the shower, yeah. I'll clean up. At this point, it. I don't shave so. my butt because it's like I just let it exist. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, well, uh, and I, I and I'm not showing it to people for money well, then, right. currently. And then currently. <laughs> And then shaving is for, yeah, waxing, and then there's lasering, and then there's yeah. all these things that I'm, yeah, I'm probably not going to do a manzillion ever or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I've done a Brazilian uh, once, and it was uh, top five worst experiences of my life. Interesting. Okay. Well, see, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you were going into this. Yeah. No. As a, as a person that might pursue it. Yeah. And uh, in that 
to that end, did yeah. you like? Ha- did they give you a song? Did you have to pick um, a song? Did it they- so uh, the first couple times I went, you got to like pick a song, okay. and then they lost their. I think they literally just stopped paying for Wi-Fi okay. at at Deja Vu or something wow. because then he was like, "No, you have to bring your own or use one of ours." Oh, that's really funny. And um, it's it's like uh. When you go to karaoke at two different places and mm. one place has modern music and the next place you go to karaoke doesn't, okay. that was sort of the problem I experienced of like, I now have to pick from classic rock oh, funny. versus like anything contemporary rap or hip hop I was considering. If you had your druthers, you would yeah. choose... Oh my God. I, oh, I always, today, today, if I were to like go back, yes. uh, Sweet Dreams, the Eurythmics. Oh, Okay. I think that would be a great party pleaser. I always think now, uh, I think now if I, I, dr- I still am like, yeah, I'll take a pole dance class. And like, that's, right. and like, I really consider doing it all the time. Every yeah. time I go to a strip club, which is frequently. Yeah. Um, Tonight, that's probably. the thing. <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, now that I live here, it's like, uh, a once or twice a month, uh, $70, yeah, $80 yeah, night for me. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's so many options here. There um, is a wide variety in yeah. Portland, Oregon, if you all don't know, uh, the most strip clubs per capita in the United States. Yeah. And wide variety and relatively um, loose rules in terms of nudity mm-hmm. and alcohol consumption and partying, but yeah. not loose rules in terms of how you treat and touch the ladies. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you're here in that way. So maybe, you, but they don't, I don't, I'm not really familiar. Are there like, uh, amateur night options here or here? Do you just I've, go like, Hey, I want to audition. I've looked up some amateur nights and yeah. there's like a couple, like the, la- the one that I like saw when I moved here was like out in Gresham, which Gresham is like 30, it'd be like a 30 minute drive from here. And yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. uh, yeah. cause like, sure I could do an amateur night and then, but like, I don't want to drive 30 minutes want. to work right? Um, and then get a job there, and then right. get a job out yeah. there. Um, but then most clubs are audition based and, uh, sort of where I've kind of come like resound myself to is like, I'm nowhere near any of the athleticism I see in the clubs I go to. And until I can, uh, do a pull up, I (laughs) (laughs) let alone a push up or walk without getting winded. Um, baby, baby deering it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. Walk without falling. That'd be great. But that's the, also uh, so many clubs here. You're not going to see the eight inch clear heels. You're going to see a pair of converse, converse vans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there is still something immaculate about a set of eight inch heels. Yeah. It's, it's pointed, to, but the difference is, is you have, it's the, da- the it's thing. the dancers who know how to point their toes. Uh, I've, I'm not a toe pointer. I never did dance. Okay. Um, but yeah, the pointed toe is the trick apparently sort of to clear heels. Yeah. Cause they're, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So the heel is just there. It's not yeah. like, uh, it's an extension of the foot. Wow. Uh, do you think you would wow you just sort of answered that yeah like, i mean i at the time were you thinking like well i'll just learn on the job i'll figure it out yeah um i thought like but oh like a, a like, seven hour oh, eight hour right. shift i'll like learn while i do it right. and like uh now i'm like no i mean a lot of those dancers like have a 
choreography or like have taken lots of dancing classes before they've gone or come from a background of dancing. And um, I don't have that type of dance experience, let alone the physical capacity, I think, to be a dancer explicitly. Um, I think sometimes like, oh, maybe fuck it. I'll take a dance class and do burlesque um, because that would be like a fun uh, way to be nude and make money and perform. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I think basically I just became fascinated and with the idea that I could work naked. Right. I'm like, that sounds every time I see that part of that part of the job of stripping, I'm like, oh, man, that sounds great. And because Uh, what that makes you feel like that's that's empowering to you or that's just I love the power dynamic. Sure. I mean, like, like, uh, I just like it. I I don't I mean, I remember as a kid, I made fun of my grandmother because my grandmother never wore a bra. And now I'm 27. And Uh, if I wear a bra, I'm in pain. Did you just bounce yourself? I thought you were bouncing. No, no, your... no bouncing. No, okay. I thought you were like bouncing your tit and like oh, a, I'm no. wearing a bra. I, uh, I just nope. <laughs> no. Maybe I did not. Maybe I unconsciously unconsciously did. did. Go to um, Patreon. Watch. Watch Corey's peck pouncing, <laughs> pecular business. Um, but you're so now you so you're like oh just the freedom of like not having clothes is kind of nice and if yeah. you work and make money while not wearing clothes that sounds like yeah amazing. Also, just um, I think. Uh, I, the thing that always is the most exciting to me is watching, uh, you know, women femmes take money from men. I love watching that like slow act of reparation happen. (laughs) Um, like, and people, cause like, and you know, I I don't know how many dudes at this point have tried to like be like, but no, it's degrading or women, fucking people that call themselves feminist. Um, and, I remember when I first started like selling photos and video or whatever, people were like, but Devin, like, aren't you worried uh, like that you're adding to like a system? And I'm like, no, I'm benefiting from the system as yeah. much as I can to right. the capacity that I'm able to. Right. Yeah. And if it were just, if there were a lot more education, then yeah. it wouldn't um, like the ultimate goal is that there wouldn't be, um, sort of the system of oppression yeah. or like, you know what I mean? That like, it's kind of a weird approach to be like, well, you're not, you're going to, this is a, this is a great empowering yeah. thing that you want to do, but yeah. this is like shitty system we live in. So you the thing shouldn't. that I love that I've learned the most though, is like, uh, that I learned, like, I remember at one point, uh, I said that I was aspiring to be a dancer and I had a mm-hmm. stripper and a, and a stripper correct me and was like, why is an aspiration? It's a job. Like you can do it if you choose to do it. Gotcha. And I was like, no, that's good. And like it also, cause it, I, I found myself so guilty of romanticizing a career field that I had no experience in Uh, and like it's you know like uh people romanticizing the other career options out there like you know everyone that's in a service industry job is like oh if i had a desk job and people in a desk job are like oh i don't want to do a desk job i wish i had more freedom yeah no you don't want to talk to people (laughs) for a living and uh you know i think it's not uh it doesn't have to be empowering. And I think that's the thing that in ah. like a lot of femmes or people trying, well, no, I think in people trying to reclaim 
uh, like the positive aspect of it is it's like, I mean, it's any job. Sure. Sometimes you like going to work and sometimes you don't. Right. Um, whether or not that job is safe is something that people can change. Sure. Um, That's interesting to put. Um, yeah. Even to do all of the, all of the views of yeah. stripping, sex work, cam work. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you, if most, a lot of people just say yep. that's all sex work. Yeah. Um, is an interesting thing of like, also, oh man, it's a weird balance because yep. it's like, yes, empowering. That's great. And view it as something that, but also the pressure to have it be something that to have has it be, to be empowering. It has it to be empowering. To be. It doesn't have, like to, have be. to be. A job. Some people are baristas and some people yeah. are construction yeah. workers. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. it's uh, a legitimate job. Yeah. Uh, I always think of pressure. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing bad for that or good for that or whatever. The guy with the yeah. stop slow sign on fucking construction <laughs> yeah. sites isn't worrying about government spending. That's you know, right. like That's <laughs> right. That's and he's right. just like, I'm here at my work. I'm well, being really paid fifteen dollars. You're doing the right thing yeah. for the roads. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something um I think what happened, what can happen, uh, when like, uh, with like reclamation of a thing, uh-huh. uh, is like, sometimes you see people overcompensate and end up saying like, yes, it's empowering. And it's like, right. it doesn't necessarily have to be, right. um, right. Huh. just like, uh, I think this is something I think about too, is like every time I'm on stage, I'm not like glowing like, yeah. yeah, Like every time I'm on stage as a performer doing comedy, poetry, whatever, I'm not like always my best version of myself. Like sometimes you do it because you have to, because you, it's an obligation and like you show up and you do it. And sometimes you like the work you do. And sometimes you're performing at NACA conferences. Ah, yeah. (laughs) These college conferences that I have not been killing. Uh, and you know, uh, Wearing if a tie you, for 18 year olds, God, so the, uh, I'll, I'll, I won't, I won't rant about that. Um, but I'd love to take the work if they offered it. So, yeah. so, uh, yeah. but, uh, Soulless or not, right? yeah. And, uh, and, and I wasn't even going that right when I was thinking about it. That is true for sure. I was also thinking of like, there is a lot of pressure put on standup comedians yeah. or there's, there's this idea of like. We, we speak the truth to power and yeah. we, you know, we're the ones that, you know, are uh, challenging the wrongs of the government or of yeah. the world. Or the, and then there's like Seinfeld's were like, I just like jokes. Yeah, I just like jokes. <laughs> I just write jokes and I like to yeah. tell jokes. Yeah, I blame like Joe people Rogan for like people jokes. thinking that comedians so. have any sort of social oh, fucking power. Oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh oh, there goes all my listeners. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, the Venn diagram between Joe Rogan and stripper <laughs> podcast is high. <laughs> uh, I think it is until they start listening. And they're like, oh, oh, I just thought they were talking about like how I get to finger them later. Yeah. Like, so like, I we've lost tri- some listeners because <laughs> they the thought trick it to was, take the stripper home. That's I think what. A how lot do I get her to tell me be. her real name? <laughs> yeah. This is uh, the only. This is probably the only episode where people know the real name. Uh, well, Maybe. except for the first episode, who With, you know, oh, yeah. L. Yeah, who cho- who chooses to sort of pursue all of her life, which is being like. So listen to the first episode if you haven't. Al yeah. Stanger, who's also at stripper writer on Instagram, she's like, yeah, I just I'm at the point in my life where I just did myself and yeah. all the things, and 
with res- and her original podcast yeah. co-host was I don't know if you ever listened to her podcast, but uh, her original podcast oh, co-host yeah, never shared her, yeah. uh, uh, her, any, identity. her identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so because weird, not everybody in the same industry or in the same work or the yeah. same ethnicity or of the same religion operate under the same, the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I yep. at this point in my life, like my mom and my grandma know that I've been naked in front gotcha. of people and I've told, you know, like gr- there's more details to that that grandma doesn't know. Yeah. Um, and I'm my dad's blocked on all social media. So other than that, I'm fine. I Let gotcha. the world. He's blocked on social media. What about? real life i mean yeah, no no oh, okay. i mean like <laughs> like uh like enough to where like does he know he is blind pr- yeah probably okay, okay. yeah um, so my mom recently was like the family doesn't want to hear about the stripper stuff on your facebook and i'm like who said something and she's like well nobody and i was like you're the you're, family you're the family <laughs> about this just hide mom, me you're the family just hide it yeah. hide it and no. she doesn't want to because she's so lovely and wants to be a part of everything that i'm doing and so supportive of stand-up but every once in a while, there's a dick joke that I make or a thing that I do on social media that she just goes, oh, creeps me out and it yeah. upsets me. And I uh, won't even describe it. Kelsey, I'll tell you, Kelsey Cook, a good stand-up oh, yeah. comedian, her poster was over the top of the urinal. Oh, and yeah. it was a face of like disappointment looking down, which I don't know that that was coincidence, but it was coincident. Like she didn't do that face yeah. to be put over but urinals. Someone but someone put it was there. Like, oh, that's funny. And uh, I, the joke was like... Uh, you know, know, it was a bad joke. It was just come see, I was just trying to promote a show. Come see the show and you can judge me like Kelsey's judging my junk or some Mm -hmm. version of that. And, uh, oh, Corey, that's just talking about your penis on the Facebook and that, that, and I was like, oh, Jesus, that's that's very tame. You should not come to a show. No. But she does come to shows and she does fine and I have to like, well, what joke should I do tonight? Yeah. Not do tonight. Um, your family, so my mom and grandma know. Yeah. They all know you're a poet. They all know you're a stand-up comedian, yeah. I presume. Yes. Have they, do they... Do no, they... I tell them about stripping, but I don't tell them about the... <laughs> which is more... Uh, like, which am oh, I more ashamed comedian? of? Uh. <laughs> my failing stand-up comedian <laughs> two-year career? <laughs> or dancing naked in front of That's people? That's uh, do, do they... Uh, where do they... Do they live they're around in Spokane. They're, okay. back, they're back in Spokane area. Gotcha. Yeah. So you have yeah. a relationship with all of them and all that jazz and uh they know you've been naked uh there you go yeah um what do you see as the future relative to um stand up poetry but also dancing dancing um i don't know i moved to portland because uh it's bigger than spokane yeah um i got divorced in spokane and there's Mm -hmm. one comedy club and i was like i'd like to work again and more and so i moved the scene here in portland's very the strong the scene in portland's very strong for yeah. uh for stand up there's like four open mics and two showcases a night yep. it's uh it's actually been kind of like tough to start over like i don't really i'm still meeting people yeah. and still going to open mics um i'm kind of enjoying regular person having a life and working hours yeah. has been fun um but yeah still uh grinding away uh comedy poetry but not on the pole but not on the pole um (laughs) though i i i yeah uh maybe 2020 i finally take my pole dancing class um there's my dream show is actually exists in portland um it's uh uh it's a stripper comedy show the comedians strip 
yeah. on the show. Uh, I think um, Chris. Uh, oh, shit. shit. Wish we could promo Comic your strip. Shows. Comic, Comic strip. strip. Comic strip. Um, yeah, now we're promoing their show. Um, I've gone. I've gone to it. I've gone to it, and okay. it's uh, incredible. Yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, so now my dream show exists in yeah. the world. So now yeah. I just have to figure out. I need to take a pole dance you can, you can and then get on Seattle that show. Comedy scene <laughs> and steal that show and do it yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, via uh, a dope show, gateway <laughs> show. Uh, uh, so uh, no, those, they, no, those you, do, you'll yeah. support them and you'll yeah. go and you'll perform. But that's interesting. And then you have the opportunity if you choose to pursue it in 2020 to get on stages here at strip clubs if you want. I mean, no. you said you audition. Did you audition here? I no, okay, I mean I haven't. Um, okay. I like I I I li- I do very much earnestly think I need to be able to do a pull up. My physical, yeah, no, that's my fair. physical I've strength. Seen a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I want because I don't want to go and be bad. Right. Like if I'm in an audition, I want to go very confident in and my physical offer. abilities. Yeah. Because I also think that I. Uh, I I take the work that they do seriously, for sure. and I don't want to go. I want I don't want to go in being like I haven't done any work. I just think but that I'm get, hot I enough to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dishonor, Especially because I'm like 27, right. and um, I think kind of in the middle to upper end of age range for clubs right and right, so maybe, like yeah yeah i don't know i don't, I don't know. actually know that'd yeah. be a fun thing for you to find out i uh, don't usually ask gage for good reason uh no. i did my our last episode episode 108 uh i don't do these in order so this is not going to come out i don't know Great. why it's cool. the number whatever one of my episodes with l leblanc who yeah. uh dances at the 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 uh, the uh bear the bear bear the bear. The bear. The dancing bear, I think, actually. Okay. In Northwest Portland. But okay. um in other places. Yeah. Uh fifty one years old. Damn. And started at forty eight. Yeah. See that there's was a surprising that is and that where, was a more surprising number to me, actually. That's why I, I believe in myself. Yeah. I'm yeah. I haven't uh and you know, I think that titties are always fun to look at. Yes. So, yeah. That's oh. fair to say, I think. And I haven't had kids, so I'm. I feel like I'm holding everything together fine so far. <laughs> everything, everything. <laughs> but I love. I, one of my like the secret weapons to me at a strip club is I love spotting moms by stretch marks. To me, that's so uh, hot because uh. like it's just like a weird parenting thing. I like parents. Yeah, I think that I can see. There's a lot of stuff like that. Like yeah. I used to be really. I shouldn't say used to. I think it's still. I find it attractive and sexy now. Still is like uh tan line like bikini mm. tan line mm-hmm. top on the top like people go to great lengths to not have tan line and yeah. i always thought like that's so sexy because i'm like not, not supposed to picturing them but i'm not supposed sun? to see that or like <laughs> oh, yeah. or like that's, that's another indication that i'm seeing yeah a part of your body that i've yeah. been allowed to see because you chose to let me see it in light of portland yeah. and like what portland strip clubs have to offer the tattoos here mm-hmm. are like another level of tattoos yeah yeah they're like another level of brilliance good art funny and placement yeah. is always good i'll have to, we'll yeah. have to connect on some folks that you maybe haven't seen but yeah. uh, one is brody uh, oh yeah brody grody brody grody yeah red rum is worth following yeah uh for lots of reasons yeah and we've agreed to do uh, an interview but it just hasn't 
hasn't worked out yet. Yeah. I'd love to interview her, but yeah. uh, her Devil's Point. Devil's Point is one of my favorite strip clubs. It's in one Portland. of the best. Stripper Oki. Uh, on Sunday nights is very, very fun. And then every other night they have some pretty rad girls and it just feels like you're in a bar kind of yeah. but you're also that's one of my yeah. favorite venues because so so many clubs when you go in there's multiple stages mm-hmm. i love devil's point because it is one stage one dancer and it's like the showmanship of that yeah. yep. of like this is where you watch yes i love that everybody watches, everybody watches. Busy, and it's pretty busy which is nice yeah um well, that's all very interesting. And we're so curious, and uh, I'm sure that people would love to see your um, my progress in your unshaved butthole <laughs> on stage. <laughs> so, keep an eye out uh, at uh, Delphine Danger on Instagram. D e l p h i n e d a n g e r. Check out the Patreon dot com slash stripper whisper um give us on apple podcasts a five star rating and a good review if you enjoy the podcast if you don't enjoy the podcast not super sure why you're still listening (laughs) to the end and uh but don't say shit about it how about that uh don't be a douche um thank you so much for sitting down with us and uh we'll talk to you guys all next time follow her on instagram so you can keep up with all of the stand-up and potential or Venmo future. me so I can take a oh, pole yeah. dancing class. What's your Venmo? Delphine Danger. There it yeah. is. <laughs> At Delphine Danger on Venmo. Thanks, everybody. Bye.